What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Boom Boom Performance Podcast. Today's episode is a very special guest, somebody I have been really looking forward to getting on and to introducing to my audience because he has played such a pivotal role in my life. And this is actually somebody I slyly mentioned coming on the show uh, not too long ago, and then we had some technical difficulties in this podcast had to air at a later time and I'm finally bringing it to you guys but this is somebody who coached me um, through life and through business he was a mentor I hired and, and you could call him a business coach but I wouldn't even call him that because he helped me more on my personal life my mindset my relationships and everything surrounding my entire life really besides business and because of that my business took off and that's like his his biggest thing and his philosophy and how he teaches his men to be hyper successful is basically like dialing in every single aspect of your life. And we'll talk about it in this, this podcast. It it goes from your, your body, physically, your mindset, your relationships and your business. And this is something I structure in my mentorship, in my business, in my employees and everybody I coach through nutrition and training. And it's, this is exactly who I got it from. He is somebody to help me get everything in my life aligned. And because of that, my business took off. Because if your body's not physically on point, you will not be healthy enough to have a strong mindset. And if your mindset is not strong, you will not show up as the best individual that you possibly can with power and clarity. And if you do not do that, your relationships will suffer. And if your relationships suffer, your business will not take off because that will create the ultimate stress in your life. So this is a man that helped me connect the dots between my body to my mindset to my relationships and then to my business. And this literally changed my life. 2017 was the biggest year of my life in so many ways. My business more than tripled. Um, I started to go really all in on my own business. I got married. Well, I got engaged. I found out I was having a daughter. I bought a house. I did so much in 2017. I traveled so much in 2017. I met so many people. I started so many things. 2017 was literally so insane. And, And I started December of 2016 by committing financially and for the entire year of 2017, a big commitment for me to this man and and his coaching and his philosophy and his work. And and I I am forever grateful to him. I'm forever thankful to him and all that he has shown me. And I am so excited for you guys to hear this podcast and learn some of the shit that he brings to the table. It's literally so powerful and it will create so much clarity in your life. If you listen to this podcast, you take notes and then you seriously take action on the shit he's talking about. Don't listen to this and not do anything. Listen to this and use it. Take action on the tools he is providing and actually do something with it. And if you do, you will change your life. I promise you. There's so many golden takeaways in here, and there's some hilarious shit. I mean, the stuff he says, talk about rubbing crystals on his nipples and stuff. Steve Krebs is one of a kind guy, and I just realized I haven't even mentioned his name yet, but Steve Krebs, Coach Steve Krebs, is the man on this podcast you guys are going to listen to. And this is somebody who dramatically changed my life, who I love and appreciate with a ton of respect, and I'm super pumped for you guys to listen to him talk because it is such a motivational podcast. Before we get into the show, I just have a quick announcement, guys. First and foremost, today is the last day for Density, my power building training program, to be on sale 20% off. There's a link in the description. This is the last day. After this, it goes up again, and right now it is 20% off for the last time. You will get access into the private Facebook group. You will get the 10-week training program, the system, the explanations, the 34-page ebook, everything included, 20% off. Links in the description right now. And last but not least, I am a Patreon person. I don't even know what you would call it. But guys, I am a part of Patreon. I believe the website is patreon.com slash boom boom performance. If it is not, whatever the link is, it is in the description. I should probably know that before I shout it out. But basically what this is, it's a way for you guys to donate and support the movement. As you guys know, I don't really advertise anything on the show and I do not plan to. The only thing I am advertising is the podcast, is when I do giveaways or my eBooks when they launch or just a lot of free extra stuff. And that's what this is about. Boom Boom Performance is a company, a coaching platform that 95% of what we do is 100% free. It's insane. And all we want to do is provide more free education. Yes, we work with clients and that's how we get paid. But at the end of the day, the majority of what we do is try to provide you, the listener, the follower, the subscriber, the person who is wanting to go out of their way to educate themselves on better nutrition and training information to live a lifestyle at a higher level. Our duty, our job, our passion is providing as much of that information to educate yourself 
for free. So if you want to support the movement and you want to allow us to do more of that, you can donate now and support the movement. It could be a dollar a day. It could be $100 a day. Whatever you can afford, whatever you feel like we are worth, you can donate that to us at our Patreon profile, which link is in the description. So without any further ado, let's go into the interview with my mentor, my friend, my coach, Coach Steve Krebs. Steve Krebs, I am uh, super, super pumped to have you on the show, man. I have told, I mean, I get a lot of questions about fucking my morning routine, productivity, efficiency, like balancing things, um, business in general. And I've talked a lot about a lot of the experiences I've had and I've name dropped you a million times. So it's cool to finally have you on the show because as people know, I am really involved in entrepreneurship, business, morning routine, dialing everything in, in your life. And 2017 was and you know this, the most pivotal year of my entire life, the biggest growth year of my entire life, not just money and business-wise, but just life and why I do what I do and my relationships and everything. And you are the stem of so much of that, man. So I'm super grateful for you and everything you've taught me. And I'm really excited to have you on the show to talk about how you got into that. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure to be here. One of the best pieces of being a coach, being a businessman, being an entrepreneur is watching and this is going to sound crazy to people listening. One of my favorite things is when my clients don't need me anymore. <laughs> One of my favorite things. To watch you guys grow, to watch the people that I work with grow, but then to watch them outgrow or needing somebody that gets up in their ass the way I do. So, you know, results speak for themselves. And, you know, before we roll into any questions, I'll say this, man. Like, there's no accident that you're, you've gained the success that you've gained. And because you're willing to do the work. So as a coach, in any capacity, the second you take ownership over someone else's results is the moment you both lose. We can celebrate it. I can celebrate Cody's results all day long. I can celebrate a 450 some odd people that I've coached up to this point. But if I take responsibility and ownership of any of the results, I lose, they lose. So let's, let's rock and roll, man. I'm excited to be here. Dude, I love that too, because that's exactly how I teach nutrition. It's just that like at the very, very beginning, I tell people like, eventually you will not work with me. And the purpose of me being a coach is to teach you how to do this successfully when you're not. So I personally believe that the most successful coaches all live by that. And I think you helped ingrain that in me for sure. So, um, but let's, let's get into you first, man. Like who is Steve Krebs? Like, where did you start and how did you get where you are today? Kind of give me the, the background story for those who don't know you. Sure, shit. How much time we got? <laughs> All day. <laughs> so I started out, I'm from upstate New York. I'm actually up here right now. I live in Miami uh, majority of the year now. We're back up here. We have a house up here. So I'm originally from upstate New York. My father owns an auto body shop. I grew up, you know, in a small town watching my father hustle. And it kind of built this idea of being a businessman in my mind. And uh, so, you know, growing up through high school, I was actually a fat kid. I was a really heavy guy. I was 295 pounds as a, as a senior in high school. I played football, but just unhappy, right? I just didn't know what path I wanted to take. Went to college, you know, changed my major 10 different times and ended up opening a gym. So I started out as a fitness guy, strength and conditioning coach. Opened my gym in 2007. And, you know, over 10 years, I built a really successful gym in one of the top 10 places to open a business or own a business, ranked by Forbes magazine in 2012, uh, Utica, New York, which has gotten a lot better. So not to, not to talk down on where I'm from, it's just, it's a rough area. So I was a fitness guy, um, you know, partnered up with Luca Hosevar and we, we launched our first consulting business. So I went from being a gym owner to being a coach consultant for other gym owners. And, you know, over that time, I decided that, you know, it's being a gym owner was not the only thing that I wanted for myself. I just felt like there was more. I've always felt like that my entire life. Funny story is I was talking to my mom one day when I was nine years old and I was like, ma, someday I'm not going to work a lot, but I'm going to make a lot of money. And here you would have thought she, you know, she saw eight of me at that point. She was just like, who is this kid? But it's, I think entrepreneurs, like true entrepreneurs are just, we have that built in us. 
And we're constantly searching for angles. We're constantly looking for the next thing that can help us grow, the next thing that will give us an edge. And not everybody's like that. So before I move forward in my story, I just want to side note this. There's nothing wrong with someone that's not an entrepreneur or a business person. I feel like that people almost uh, have this elite, elitist idea about being a business owner or an entrepreneur or the new thing is being a CEO and almost looking down on people that are employees. Well, if you're like that, if you're listening to this, let me, let me shed some light on this. There are of, plenty of employees in the world that make more in a month than any of us will make in, in 10 years. That's the truth. Some companies have employees that make millions and millions of dollars. So let's just get that out of the way. We're not better than anyone else. And that probably stems back, Cody, to how I was raised. Yeah. You know, my father always taught me, my mother always taught me, you treat the person that owns the building the same as the person that cleans the fucking building. So at the end of the day, there's no difference in the way that I treat people, and you've experienced that. I don't care if a guy makes $120 million a year or if he's barely getting by. I'm going to love him the same. I'm also going to get after him the same. And I think that just stems from the way I was brought up. So I own these gyms. I got into consulting, and then uh, I went through this experience called Warrior Week uh, with Garrett J. White, who ended up being a mentor of mine, rose in the ranks there, and became the head coach there. So I was the head coach for Wake Up Warrior for 18 months where I got to coach some of my most elite high-level guys ever. I mean, these are all – this is back in the elite days of it where it was really these, you know, the heavy hitters, probably 70 guys, 80 guys in the mix. And uh, the funny part is that was a coaching program for male entrepreneurs that were married and had children. <laughs> and when I started as the head coach there, I wasn't married and I didn't have any children. <laughs> But Garrett trusted me. So it's kind of this strange thing in it. And for you guys that are listening to this, we all question our abilities. Cody, I'm sure you have too. I, you know, I, every day I wake up and I go, hey, man, am I, am I really cut out to do this? Am I qualified, air quotes? And I question myself a lot during that process. But, you know, I kept coming back to the idea that I know that I'm, I, I have the skill set to do this. And I'm, and I'm committed to getting better. And obviously, if a guy like Garrett has belief and trust in me that I'm supposed to be here. Because the human mind can create all sorts of problems and create minefields in us moving towards becoming more successful, our relationship with money, all that stuff. So I had to navigate through all of that coming from a small town, you know, shedding a lot of my friends from who I grew up with that probably think I'm an asshole now for doing it, but I just couldn't become who I knew I needed to if I continued to hang out with them. So I was the coach at Warrior and then just felt called to move on from Warrior at the end of 2016. Uh, I, I worked through, through the beginning of 2017 uh, to honor my commitment to them. And then I went out on my own. It's when Cody came into the mix and started working with me um, in my Coach Steve program. Real original, I know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we had, had a great success there. Launched another little pro program called Eloquent Savage, which is just more going to be a podcast and stuff. We relaunched back in the fall, but I've done it all, man. I've, you know, I'm a, I own a supplement company now. I have a, a, a consulting business and a marketing business with a kid that I actually used to mentor when he was in high school. Uh, it's called STA Elite, where we manage talent and run marketing. Uh, like I said, we have a supplement company that's launching this month finally called Weaponized Nutrition. And then I continue to do my now all one-on-one -on -one coaching and uh, man, I'm, I'm a busy guy, but I was just telling Cody before we got on the podcast, it's crazy because right now I have more going on than ever, but I have more free time than I've ever had. And that's really what I wanted to touch on with you guys today. Obviously, any questions that Cody has, it's his show, but also to, to cement the idea in your minds that just because you start out in fitness doesn't mean that you have to stay there. And just because other people doubt you, doesn't mean you have to believe that shit yourself. So that's my story in a, hopefully in less than five to 10 minutes there. I mean, there's more to it, obviously. Um, you know, I'm married. I have a beautiful wife, Bree. We bounce around. We live in Miami. We live in New York. It's, it's an incredible lifestyle. A ton of freedom. So any questions you have for, for me, Cody, just go ahead and shoot, brother. One thing that came up as you're kind of going through your journey, man, and this is actually something you helped me do a lot is questioning myself in a good way, in a negative way, just to 
kind of find more clarity, find more power, find more of what I actually wanted and why I'm doing things. Like what advice do you have and what did you do to start questioning yourself? Because you made a big move from dropping the gyms to moving completely out of the fitness space to kind of go out on a limb and try something completely new and then be extremely successful at it. So like what advice can you give the listeners on questioning themselves to find more clarity of, of what matters and what they need to actually do? For sure, man. And listen, we all question ourselves in the wrong way every day. We've been programmed and socialized to be a cog in a machine. And if you live outside of that little straight line, everyone tends to doubt you. So even when I started my first gym, my, my own family members doubted me and they should have. <laughs> Up to that point, I was a part-time employee and a full-time party animal. Like that's just the truth. So we all question ourselves. That's normal. That's built in. You're human. That's a survival mechanism. But what I started to do, it was one statement. Why not me? Or one question. Why not me? If that motherfucker can do this bleep, right? If this motherfucker can do it, why can't I? So there's simple questions you can ask is like, do I know someone that has done this? Is there a mentor that I can hire that can help me get there faster? And trust me, when I hired my first mentor, I almost had $0 in the bank. I found a way to make it happen. And you'll see this conversation or this story repeated with the most successful people in the world right now is that they just made it happen regardless of their current situation. And they see things as investments rather than expenses. And I want you guys to think about it that way. There are going to be enough people in the world that doubt you. Don't jump on the bandwagon with these people. Right? Don't let them get inside of your head because you're going to experience that enough on your own. You're going to experience that. So Certainty is something that everybody looks for, right? When, when guys come in to coach me, like, I need certainty, I need certainty. Certainty comes from confidence. And confidence comes from reps. Anything that you've ever started in your life. I know Cody was a soccer guy back in the day. When Cody got the ball, he probably had some natural ability as a five-year-old. But let's be real. We've watched soccer with five-year-olds before. It's a bunch of little shits chasing a ball around in a circle. It's hilarious. And usually there's a couple kids that are a little more talented. And they become confident which is why they end up being better players than everybody else because they're more certain because they get more reps, they play more at home, they continue allowing it to be fun. So the first thing I watch most business people do is they take the fun out of their life. And that's the fastest way for you guys to lack clarity. If you're not having fun, if you're not creating a business and a lifestyle that you actually want, you're going to lose. And ultimately it's the reason why I left Warrior because I'm not good at being told what to do, number one. Number two is, I wasn't living the life that I really pictured for myself. I didn't want to act like an old guy. I didn't want to look like an old guy. I didn't want to be stressed out and under pressure. So you have to be willing to let go of things that are working, guys, to strive for what you actually want. Let me say that again. You have to be willing to let go of shit that's working. The time I left my gym in little small Utica, which the average income, I think, in the city is less than $34,000 a year, I was doing about 35K a month in that gym and I, I sold it for $20,000 outright equipment and all because I was just ready to go. So confidence comes from taking chances and betting on yourself. That's where clarity is born. There is no crystal ball that you can rub. There is no one in the world that, that can give you clarity. Can I help you find it? Oh, you bet your ass. I'm one of the best at it. But I'm not going to give it to you. We're going to pose questions all day long. So if you guys are coaches, which I'm sure most of you guys are that are listening to this, guys and girls, a real coach doesn't give all the answers. The sign of an elite coach and an incredible coach is someone that listens a lot because they're asking the right questions. It's just like Cody mentioned earlier. I would ask Cody questions every day and bug him and send him funny pictures and shit to get his head in the right place. I used to send him a picture of a pit bull all the time. <laughs> I told him that's, what, that's how his mindset worked best. When Cody was in pit bull mode, when he got his teeth sunk into something and he didn't let go, he always won. So there's, there's little triggers. There. I mean, you could read books all day, but you, reading without action doesn't do anything. It's a cosmic hand job. I know I went on a tangent there, Cody. So if you want to stop me at any time, man, you just let me know. No, dude, I, I love the rants. And I mean, going, going off that, how do, you, how do you begin to not give in to that doubt? Because something you said is like, people are always going to doubt you, but you have to avoid that. You have to take action. And one thing I was always really great at, and I still am, is like, you would tell me to do something and I would just fucking do it. Like I would just take yeah. action. And I think that's crucial. But how do you get into a mode of avoiding doubt, avoiding scarcity, avoiding like the fucked up stories in your own mind that tell you to not do something and wait longer and don't take action and start actually taking action? 
Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, I mean, everybody's thinking I'm going to say one thing. And I'm going to say that you don't avoid it. You lean into it. You don't avoid it. There is, if you avoid it, the, the more you run away from something, the scarier it gets. So scarcity comes with life. We're human beings. You guys got to remember this. This, this goes back to like stone age, primal human behavior. The feeling of scarcity nowadays is not even real though, unless you live in a third world country. No one in the United States, almost no one starves. Our idea of starvation and lack here is laughable compared to most countries. Now, I'm not saying there isn't people that suffer. There are plenty of people that suffer and struggle, and that's, I'm not downplaying that. But let's be real. We live in the United States. So scarcity is a story, usually based on where we think we should fucking be, as opposed to living inside of reality. If I said right now I should have the same amount of money as whoever, right? The owner of Amazon, right? We talk about this guy that's got making billions a day. Their market cap went up $6 billion the other day. I would drive myself crazy because I'm creating a game inside of my mind that I cannot win. So the way that I coach and the way that I teach is simplest form of the game. I'm sure that when Cody gets his clients results, he's not making it as hard on them as possible. He's making it as simple as possible because the world that we live in right now is more complex than ever. We have access to more information than ever before in the history of the fucking world. So you don't need to feed people with a fire hose. You need to simplify and simplify and simplify and help them close some of those windows that are open in their mind all day long. That's how you win this game. That's how you get out of your own head. You make it simple. You stop creating complexity around simple things, right? And the way that we do that is we start with the simple things. If your relationship is out of whack, guess what? Your business is going to suck. If your own fitness is jacked up and you're trying to teach other people about fitness and nutrition, trust me, I know this one, you're going to be out of integrity. So there, there's so many simple things that will create momentum in your life and allow you to lean into doubt from yourself and others and say, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway, or watch me. That's one of my favorite things. If I feel doubt inside of my own mind or someone else places doubt on me, I'm like, all right, watch me, motherfucker. Watch me. Because I love that. I love that. If you're someone that doesn't rise to the occasion inside of that, that's okay. Then we have to create a game that you can win. And great coaches ask questions so we can find the path to victory fastest. I love it, dude. And it's funny that you say that because I remember specific times where I would be like searching for some help or, or guidance or tell you to tell me to do something. And you would just ask me a couple questions and leave it for a day. And it would drive me fucking crazy. I would get so pissed, but it would open up my mind to so many different things. And it would always lead back to like, I actually always had the answer. And I think a lot of people are searching for people to hand shit to them or to tell them what to do when in reality, they know exactly what they need to do. Dude, it's, I can't say it much better than that. I love it. So one thing I want to touch on too is certainty because as everybody listening this can tell how confident you are when you speak on this shit. It's just, there's no doubt in your mind, right? And that's one thing like when I came under you and you started coaching me, like my prices were way too fucking low. I wasn't knowing my own worth. And you immediately were like, dude, the first thing you have to do is double your prices and start being more certain. And I, I like you had me do something of like basically listing out all the reasons why I was worth more. And all of a sudden I gained so much more confidence about what I was doing. And I realized I was worth way more. What approaches or tactics can you give people to build that certainty, build their confidence, realize their actual self-worth so they can stop being doubtful and start seeing more success? Yeah. Everybody sucks at first. So don't try to jump to the head of the line if you have not earned the right. So you have to get your reps in. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> long time. When I started, guess what? I sucked too, guys. I was terrible. Terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Put me on stage 15 years ago, my knees would have been knocking together. I would have been shitting my pants, just like everybody else. The difference is you just don't quit. They say the difference between a white belt and a black belt in jiu-jitsu is the black belt just has, they just never quit. They just kept going back and taking beatings and realized they were going to get better sooner or later. So certainty literally comes from repetitions and not quitting unless you realize that you're heading in a direction that does not make sense for you. There's nothing wrong with quitting. 
This is such the bullshit that people spew. No fear. I'm scared every day. Never quit. I've quit on a bunch of shit and I do okay. So you have to learn to trust your gut. That's how we play the simplest form of the game. Your own intuition is telling you shit all the time. But most people don't listen because they allow their brain to get in the way. And Cody was great at this. The reason that I, I helped Cody go from a few thousand dollars a month to like 20 grand or whatever the fuck he's doing now is that he was, he was good at what he did. He was already good. He put the reps in. Can we get better? Of course. We can always all get better at what we do. The minute we stop trying to get better is the minute all these young, hungry cats run by us. So you guys got to put your reps in and you can't be upset with yourself or impatient and, and thinking you're going to make the amount of money I make unless you put some weird fucking video up that goes viral and you're doing some stupid dance with the backpack on and now you're getting sponsors, right? <laughs> Outside of that blessing from the universe, we all have to do work. So certainty just comes from reps, reps, reps. I used to take every speaking engagement I, I could like get, and it's the funniest story. I know we have a certain amount of time, but you guys got to hear this shit. Back when I had my gym, I used to take every, I'm not kidding, every speaking engagement, Cody, I could get. Every single one. So I was a part of the Chamber of Commerce of Utica, New York. And I took a speaking gig at the AIDS Center, right? So I'm thinking I'm going to be speaking to the employees, the, the workers, the nurses, the, the, the CEO. Nope, 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 nope. I end up giving a talk to 10, and this is no offense to people that have drug problems, but 8 to 10 people from this area that were on crack and had AIDS. And I sat there and I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? What am I going to do to get through to these people? I mean, this is not my normal. I mean, the, every ounce of my being wanted to run the fuck out the door, guys. And you're going to experience this. And some of you guys may realize that being an influencer or you know, being this big name speaker is not actually what you want to do. And guess what? That's okay. But at that moment, I had a decision to make. It was like, well, listen, I can run out of here or I can at least try to help these people. And that's what I did. And that's what I've done my whole career. I, I build relationships and I see how I can help people. When somebody stops coaching with me and Cody will vouch for me on this, I still reach out to all my guys and girls that I've coached with to see how they're doing, yep. to check in on them, to make sure they're good. Because it's more than just the money for me. I could do a million things and probably make more money than coaching. And let's be real. At the level that I coach at, sometimes coaching is like herding hummingbirds. It's literally like chasing around a herd of cats and trying to get them to do the same thing. Grown-ass people are nuts these days. And I'm sure you guys understand that. You're probably nuts too because you're listening to this shit. So at the end of the day, there's no perfect Certainty comes from reps in the, in the understanding that you are going to make mistakes and you can't sit there and wallow in mistakes. You have to learn the lesson and move on, get better. That's it. And I know this sounds simple and you could probably look up like a, a Newt Rockney or any like motivational speaker lately, Tony Robbins, whatever, all these old school football coaches hear the same shit. But guess what? Maybe one of you are list, is listening to me and it resonates with you and you'll make a shift and that's all I give a shit about. Well, and I think like success does come from simple shit done repeatedly. And I think the key to that is, and again, this is something I'm stealing from you is you used to always say like, it's you you give brutal accountability. Like you were just in our face, constantly making sure we're actually doing these little tiny, simple things. Like we want to talk marketing, but did you meditate? No. Okay. Well then go fucking meditate. And then we'll talk about marketing <laughs> later. And that's the stuff that actually builds confidence and certainty. And, and it's speaking of reps, like, Something you helped me do is rep wise is like kind of speaking shit into the universe, whether it was on in my journal or in my meditation sessions or whatever it may be. And I remember writing out my perfect day with you. And I think we were in California and I wrote out exactly where I was. Like I, I was engaged. I was having a daughter. I had like, I had like this family thing and I was thinking it was going to be a little bit further down the road than it is right now. And I was actually having a barbecue at my house and dude, I'm having a barbecue next weekend. I make more than the amount of money I said I would. I have a fiance, I have a daughter, like my friends are going to be there, like exactly panned out as I wished it. And it's all because of these self-affirmations and just speaking shit into the universe, even the simple stuff. 
Yeah, this is the way I look at shit like that, right? Every time I've ever said I was going to do something, I do it. And really what it comes down to, it's not like a vision board where we're going to rub crystals on our nipples and just hope it into existence, <laughs> right? The reality is, is when you ha- once you have the vision, then you know the real work starts. And if you can find joy inside of the work, you have won. Because guess what? A lot of people don't make it to 85 years old. A lot of people choose to just give up on their dreams right out of high school. Most people, let's be realistic, most people listen to what people tell them they can or can't do. And it's bullshit. We all play with this idea that we're going to be here forever. And that's just not true. It's just not true. So when you look at life that way and you realize that your time is limited, I just turned 39 in April. Like, that's crazy to me. I'm basically halfway through. If I make it that far, which I hope I do, I take great care of myself. But you never know. I'm also a wild motherfucker. So who knows what happens? But at the end of the day, if you play this game like you have forever, you're crazy because you don't. And when you realize that, then you'll make decisions based on what you actually want, which is what Cody has done, which is what every successful person that I know has done. They walked away from shit that was really hard to walk away from to go after what they truly wanted. And guess what? That's not going to not everybody's going to enjoy that decision. Most people are not going to like it. And guess what? You have to be, have a strong enough back and thick enough skin to be okay with your decision over time. And that's where confidence comes from. That's where your intuition gets stronger because you're actually listening to your gut. I guarantee half of you guys listen to this right now, your gut has been telling you to do something for the last six fucking years. Let's be real. But you're avoiding it, which creates anxiety and stress and worry and lack of confidence, lack of clarity, all the things that if we got on the phone, you would tell me you want it. I, I struggle just like you do. There's nothing special about me. I'm from the middle of nowhere. I just, I'm stubborn as hell. I'm stubborn and I'm willing to gut shit out and also use strategy and tactics to get what I want. I, I fight smart and dirty if I have to, but I'm always fighting. At the end of the day, that's literally what it takes. How do I know? Because it's what I've done, guys. Like, it's just simply what I've done. And the last piece of that puzzle is to leave relationships the right way. Leave them the right way. If you have to break a commitment, if you have to hurt somebody to move forward, then you got to do everything in your power to at least gobble up your 100% of the responsibility that because you each have 100% responsibility. Once that's done, you can move on with, with, a, with a clear conscience. Otherwise, that shit will build up on you. It will. If you do shit out of integrity, if you lie, if you're full of shit, if you're only reaching out to people when you want something, if you're doing underhanded shit, it will come back to you tenfold. Trust me on this. I'm far from perfect. So I just want you guys to take these these ideas away. I understand that some of it might be a little ethereal, right? It might be out there. It might be a little theory-based, but it's not. Like, the simplest form of the game works. Complexity creates chaos. Simplest form of the game creates results, period, the end. It's so powerful, too, because I think it helps people to hear somebody like you say, once upon a time, I sucked and I was nowhere, right? Like, people (laughs) – because people get afraid because they are not genetically gifted. They are not bred into a rich family or they're in a bad area, whatever it may be. But everybody can make something out of themselves if they just actually fucking want it. It's really easy to make money, guys. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, I think my brain works different than most people, but that's just because I, I, I'm, I'm constantly trying to improve that. But you all have gifts. Every single one of you has gifts. If you choose not to use it because you're afraid of it, then that's on you. I love responsibility. I love ownership. I don't take responsibility. If if Cody was still coaching with me and he's screwing up, that's not my screw up. I'm there to help him see it. The true sign of a great coach is, is them seeing what you cannot see and then making you look at that shit. Period. Until it hurts bad enough for you to move on. Because I can't make a grown-ass man do something that he doesn't want to do. And either can you or a woman. People are stubborn as hell, powerful. A real coach, a real consultant can do these things. There's a lot of posers out there. But, or, or let's be real, or they're just people that are doing the best that they can with their level of experience and education. I'm in the best place I've ever been in in my life. And it's because I've allowed myself to let go of a lot of negative thoughts, a lot of old school negative experiences, my parents going through their divorce and shit that happened in my child, all this shit. 
I just chose one day to say, you know what? I don't need to think about this every day. I don't need to allow this to affect my present or my future. But really all I control is right now. So I'm sure you guys have gone through horrible shit. I'm sure you have experiences that will sneak their way back into your mind and sabotage you when you're feeling happy or fulfilled or you start looking at other people's Instagrams and thinking that that's the real life. It's all bullshit, right? I tell this story all the time. It's not politically correct, but you're going to have to get over it, right? Looking at people's Instagram <laughs> and comparing your life is like going in an NBA locker room and looking over the top of the urinal. You're just going to be disappointed, right? Like, it's just the fucking truth. And it's hilarious. And if you don't think it's funny, then you probably shouldn't follow me in any capacity because there's a whole lot more of that shit. So at the end of the day, you guys got to stop comparing. And I think millennials in general suffer from this the greatest. You guys have the hardest time with this because you came up at a time where there's nothing else. All you guys have known is Instagram and Facebook and all this bullshit that teaches you guys to, to want these things that ultimately will never make you happy if you don't have happiness first. And I know, again, this is going to sound like I've been, you know, snorting some Tony Robbins cocaine over here. But at the end of the day, the guy is who he is for a reason. And he's a smart son of a bitch. And he's got his reps in. So maybe you should listen, right? Comparison is the thief of joy. Now, I didn't come up with that. It was Theodore Roosevelt. I wish I could put my tag on that, but I can't. But at the end of the day, it's the truth. Comparison is the thief of joy. So stop comparing. Create your own path. Stop listening to what other people are telling you you cannot do. Because if you truly want to create impact in your own life, which is really the only impact that ultimately matters, because it's the only way you'll impact others. It doesn't work the other way around. There's plenty of people that trade their own happiness and impact with their families to impact others. And on their deathbed, guess what? They're very regretful. Because their own family members don't know them. All these people that they spent all this time, energy, and effort on impressing, guess what? A week later, they're not worried about that guy that just died or that girl that just died. Their families are hurting, and their families are the ones that are going to look back and say, wow, dad or mom were so worried about these other people that they didn't spend time with us. And that's a travesty. And that's why I won't allow anybody I coach to go down that path. And if they've gone down that path, then I give them a nice coach Steve kick in the old dick. Because at the end of the day, that's the shit that matters. I have three or four guys, and this is not me name dropping or me telling you guys I coach, whatever, right? End of the day, I feel blessed to coach the guys that I coach. But I have guys that do upward of $100 million a year in their businesses. Guess what they're getting rid of right now? All the extra shit that you think will probably make you happy. The supercars, the plane, all that shit because they got it, and then they realize that really what makes them happy is helping other people. Go fucking figure well, I think that was actually one of the coolest experiences I had is like sitting at a table, you're coaching all of us and not knowing that the dude sitting next to me was a millionaire because we had the same issues, right? Had nothing to do with money or business or problems like that. And going off of that, like, let's talk about burnout and balance, man. Like, I think it's obvious I've gone through this and you know that. Um, I think we all have as far as entrepreneurs and just hustlers in general have burnout and just not balancing your life, which leads to more burnout. Like, what is the answer to stop going in that, that cycle of just shit, essentially, of just burnout and then getting back on your feet, trying to hustle, not taking care of yourself, burning out again, going through it again, burning it down, building it up, so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional at that. So in 2014, I hit the wall. Uh, I was partying really hard, popping Molly, like partying like a rock star because I thought that's what you did. Now, now, side note, cliff notes or footnote, <laughs> it was really fucking fun. So don't get it twisted. I'm not one of these guys who's going to go, oh, I shouldn't have done this. Here's the trick. You learn from the first burnout, the first real bad one. I'm talking, my, I was so burnt that my testosterone levels dropped because I was doing all kinds of stupid shit. And I had the worst anxiety I ever had. I literally thought I was going to die every day. So I can talk to you guys about this shit all day long. I have experienced anxiety since I was nine years old. But at that point in 2014, I literally hit the wall. You have to learn from that. You have to learn from the burnout or else it, you're bound to repeat history. So burnout comes from us not working smart. It comes from being attracted to team no sleep, hashtag team no sleep, right? It's bullshit. The grind hustle nonsense that all these people portray their lives to be. And it's all bullshit. Guys, I just want to be clear with you. These, there's a lot of people in the public eye. 
that portray their life as this incredible thing. They're the CEOs of these big companies that are influencer companies. And nine out of 10 times, they don't have the money that they say they have. All of the things are rented and the relationships are completely destroyed. Now, I'm not saying everyone, but I would say nine out of 10, just so you know. So before you wish your way into their position, let's get really clear on what it is that you actually fucking want. The more clear you are on what actually makes you happy, you, not what you think other people want you to do, not you impressing people because you're balling out trying to afford something that you really don't even fucking want to impress people you don't even like. That's the fastest way to burn out. So if we're watching F1 formula racers, I'm pretty sure that you're going to watch in a race that high speed, high performance machine pit quite a few times to change the tires, change the oil, gas up. It's the same thing that's said for any high producing entrepreneur and anyone for that matter. We're all the same, man, woman, big producer, not producing shit. We all experience the same things and we all want the same three things. Affection, attention, and appreciation from the people that actually give a shit about us, AKA love. Now, I'm not the love guru. I'm not sitting here in some robe <laughs> dinging bells behind me. But at the end of the day, guys, let's be realistic in what we want. I know for me, for myself, freedom is what's most important to me. Freedom to do what I want, when I want, to fly first class, to drive the vehicle that I want, to have a condo on the ocean in Miami. Those are the things that I value, to be able to sit around with my wife and hang out and do whatever I want. Now, could I make a ton more money? Of course, but I would have to sacrifice what's most important for me. So does that make sense? No. So why would I tell you to do the same thing? So burnout comes from us wanting things or feeling like we need things that really that finish line, when you hit it, you're going to feel excited for about five seconds. And then that's going to go away and then you're going to look for the next hit. So your success needs to be defined clearly by who? By you. No one else. No one else. Because if you build a life in a business that you hate, well, we can pretty much guarantee where your life's headed. You're going to be burnt out. You're going to be stressed out. You're going to look way older than you actually are. You're not going to have as much sex, which is very important. Let's be realistic here. If you're not getting laid, there's a fucking problem. It's just the truth. It's the truth. I'm so excited about it. My voice just went up an octave. Guys, you got to understand. Like, this is not rocket science. If I had you guys do something right now, be simple. Open up your journal and literally sit down, write out what you actually want your life to look like. How much money do you need to make to live the life that you actually want? The perfect day formula is great. But I'm saying, like, if you really sit down and you think about what's important to you, what you want your life to look like, how your day is going to go, what are your stress levels, what do you invest your money and your time into, that's what matters. Like, it's literally that simple. It really is, guys. Like, I wish that I had some formula that I could give you to make me look smarter, but you know, I've probably said the word fuck so many times that there's no going back at this point, so... I don't, I don't think there's a formula though. You know what I mean? And I think that's the beauty of coaching is it's so individual. Every single person you work with, you're going to have to take them down a different path, ask different questions, lead them a different way to, so they can find that thing. So I think the way you approach it is perfect. People just need to listen to this and actually do something about it. Um, and, and I know you're not the uh, quote unquote relationship guru, but funny thing is I was thinking as you were talking is I almost felt like when I was working with you that you were a relationship coach too, because you taught me so much about my relationship and how I treat my, my spouse and how she treats me and, and the signs I need to look for and, and just like the meaning behind it all. So can you give advice on that? Like how did you turn your relationship on fire and start prioritizing that? For sure. Well, I grew up in a toxic, like my parents had a toxic relationship. Now don't get it twisted. They're both, they're both lovely people. They're amazing. They just weren't great together. So I grew up in a household where there was, there was a lot of chaos and there was no abuse. Thank the, you know, the universe, whatever you guys believe in, you can thank that shit. But I didn't see that, but there was a, there, it was just a, a very stressful. And that's probably why I got heavy. Actually all four of us kids, because I have a brother and two sisters. We were all heavy because of it. So I grew up watching what I didn't want. I grew up going like, I am never going to live like this ever in my life. 
I don't want to argue. I don't want a relationship where like there's no affection or it just, it just, it was just at the end of it, I was just like done. So when I met Bree, who's my wife now, I was not a good guy in my heart. I was a good guy, but I was running. I was hanging out with four different girls at the same time, Bree being one of them. They all knew about each other because I was honest about it at least. So for years, I was just doing my thing. And then Bree and I got more and more serious. But all throughout that whole process, I would keep telling her, I'm never getting married. Like, you got to understand, I'm never getting married. I watched my parents do that shit. So I was anti-marriage for the longest time. And I treated her like that. It was like, it, I was not nice, dude. Like, you guys got to understand, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm the furthest thing from perfect. And I think to be a great coach and a great leader, you've almost have to have had to screw up more than other people. And I've screwed up a ton, but I learned lessons quick. So what made me switch is obviously going through worry week really helped me just get my own shit straight. And that's, that's what you guys got to understand. If you're in a relationship and things aren't right, you have to own your hundred percent responsibility, which means you have to bury the old stories of what you saw or past relationships. I got cheated on by a girl I was with for years. All those things will create a hard shell around your heart. And it will create a problem with your significant other because you're going to come into that next relationship and they will pay for the indiscretions of the last one. It's just the way that it works. So forgiving yourself, forgiving other people, letting that shit go, and that takes work. It does. Most people don't want to open that closet, let their skeletons out and figure that shit out. So that's a big piece of it. I also realized that I'm a soft-hearted guy. I am a big softy, and I was not being myself by being, you know, Henry, you know, hardcore Henry, Billy Badass, right? This guy that doesn't have feelings. It was bullshit. I was dying slowly inside. It's what brought about in 2014 when I had that, that spell. So we got engaged in the, the fall of 2014, and that's when everything picked up. Everything just started getting better, and I committed to making sure that she knew how much she meant to me. And I committed to communicating with her as much as possible. And it just keeps getting better. Every day, my wife and I have a morning huddle. We sit down and we have at least 30 minutes. Now, I don't, we don't have kids, so we have a little more time. But we make the time regardless. And we just talk. And I ask her questions. And I don't try to be her coach or guide her. I just, I just try to help when I can and be there to support her and show her affection, show her attention, show her appreciation. Because it's easy to say shit. It's easy to tell people that you're going to do things. And inside of relationships, this is where we make mistakes. By telling and not doing. Don't tell your girl or your guy you're going to come in and I'm going to be better. And then it just gives you an opportunity to blow it. Just go do that shit. It's not that difficult. Another uh, big piece of advice I can give you guys is have, take, take the five love languages quiz. Both of you guys take it and share your results with each other. It's like the, cheat, the contra cheat code to your relationship. We all love people the same way we like to be loved. I'm an acts of service guy. My wife is a quality time girl. So we are missing each other. When I buy her things or do little things for her, she appreciates them. But she would rather just have my time. And for me, I don't care about gifts. If she makes my lunch for me or some shit without me asking, you would think that she gave me a gold brick. <laughs> So you guys got to understand that this is not rocket science. And you also have to understand that some relationships are never going to work. They just aren't. You could work on it all day long. Some people are just not right for each other. And you have to be ready and willing to be the one that says, okay, this is just not going to work. There's times to suffer and to try to gut things out. But if it's toxic and you're harming yourself, you're harming them and the other people around you, it's time to call it fucking quits. You guys, you have to realize this at this point. I mean, what's the divorce rate? It's up over probably 50, 60% at this point because people try to make things work in a climate socially that is designed to keep people connected. So it's easier to cheat. It's easier to cheat emotionally or to connect to people on Facebook or all the other crazy shit that happens anymore. So... I think commitment has to become stronger by being more certain that this is the right person for you. And when it is, you need to show up and not just sometimes, all the time. If you know your wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever the hell you got, hopefully you don't have both at the same time, but hey, whatever you're into, you got to make sure that they know that they're important. I tell my guys this all the time and girls, because I coach girls now too. It's, if you put 25% of your energy and focus that you put into your business 
into your significant other, you would never lose. And as a matter of fact, your business production would go through the roof because you'd be happier. They would be more supportive. You would celebrate together. You'd be getting laid more, which also helps. Simple litmus test in your relationship. If you're under the age of 80 and you're not having sex a few times a week, there's a fucking problem. Kids or no kids, I don't give a shit. I don't care. It's bullshit and you're making excuses. And excuses are what kills your relationships. Excuses are what kill your results in business. Excuses are what are going to stop you from getting in the best shape of your life or challenging yourself with things. It's just all bullshit based upon probably someone putting that doubt inside your head when you were a child. And you got to let it go. If the relationship isn't on point, everything else is going to be off. But before we even get to that, you got to understand that you are half of the relationship. So if you're off, the relationship will never be right. So you have to take care of yourself first, then them. You cannot save the other person. You cannot be their savior. You are not the one that's going to make them happy. They have to be happy on their own. And if you don't communicate that shit from the start, it will create problems. Shit, maybe I am a relationship guy. I don't know. <laughs> you really are, dude. So you kind of already alluded right to where I wanted to take this. And, and you said it. If your relationship is not on point, your business will be not be on point. And if you excel in your relationship your business will actually grow but there's also the body physically your mindset and then of course all these things connect to help your business grow and that's what you taught me can you explain that for the listeners right now like why these four things are all connected and why it's so important to work on all of them instead of just one of course well first off this is this is straight from warrior right so body being balanced in business is it's that's straight from what wake up warrior Gary J White like that I took that and then ran with it obviously I'm a certified trainer for warrior still so I'm, I'm allowed to do all that before we get started in there so I will, I will always give credit where credit is due right. right but this is not a new idea right the reality is the the monks uh, you know Buddhist monks back in the day were talking about the same shit this is not a new idea being spiritually connected because your body's on point is normal. The better shape you're in, the more spiritual you're going to feel. Now, I'm not saying religious. You get to choose that on your own. I don't give a shit what you believe in. If you like to pray to, you know, put a tin foil hat on and pray to fucking kittens, like that's whatever you want to do. It's up to you. As long as it helps you stay connected to yourself. End of story. So it goes body being balanced in business, right? So if you think about it, fitness, faith, right? Family, finances, it, we, can, we can come up with all kinds of fun things to say, but the truth is, if one of those is off, we call it the cascade effect of consequences, it will positively or negatively affect the others. So if your relationship is on fire, your business most likely is going to do better. But if your relationship is in shambles, most likely your business is going to suck. Now, I'm not guessing this. I've coached probably 450 people over the past 10 years of my life just in this high-level type of coaching. We're not talking about the gym. So I've seen this over and over and time and time again. If your physical body is a, is a shit show, guess what? You're not going to get laid as much, so your relationship is most likely going to be off. Contrary to popular belief, women want sex just as bad, if not more, than we do, fellas. So, you know, you can't expect them to put lingerie on if you're walking around farting in your boxer shorts you had on for three days. you got to step your game up. So if one area is off, it'll negatively affect the others. If, if one area is on absolute fire then you should let it affect the others positively, but don't become a one-trick pony. We call it one-dimensional douchebaggery, right? You pick one thing, which is usually business, and then we just ride that pony till the legs break. Problem with that is now all the other shit is put to the side. And I'm a guy, so I'm going to talk about things with my wife. When you make a woman feel like she doesn't matter, well, guess what? You're going to have problems. And my wife is an angel. She should be sainted for putting up with my shit for all these years. But at the end of the day, the same can be said for you. Regardless if you have an angel or a devil laying in bed next to you, you have to show them attention. Don't bullshit yourself. You could make $10 million, but if your relationship off is off and you're married, guess what? Now you've got $5 million because they're taking half your shit regardless. So you might as well invest and invest heavily in the things that actually give you a return. And that is your physical body the food you put inside of it, the training that you, you, you participate in. Spirituality, meaning for me, meditation, journaling, reading, studying, going out in nature, creating space, getting massages, going to the spa. Anything you can imagine can fit in that space. It's your choice. Inside your relationship, no matter how far along you are in your relationship, 
hitting date night religiously, not to the same bullshit place. So you can have the same food and have the same conversation. Experiences, create experiences, actually date them. When I go out with my wife, before I go to, okay, how would I behave if I wasn't guaranteed to get laid? And our sex life is incredible. We could shoot a whole podcast on that shit. We'll save that for another day. But it's that way. Why? Because I invest. We don't miss date night. We don't. We, we do two to three a week. I don't give a shit. I want to hear your excuses. I coach a guy that has eight kids. So fuck off with your excuses. You don't get that. You don't get that. You just don't. Unless you have eight kids, then maybe I accept your excuse. Otherwise, there's these things called babysitters. And you can pay them this weird shit we call money, and they will watch your kids while you go actually out on date night for two hours. So, so cut the bullshit. What that shows is that it's not a priority. It's not important. So what does that say to your significant other? If your business is important and all this other shit is important, but they're not important enough for your time. It's bullshit. And this is why I leave business to the last piece every time, Cody. It's like the business piece is so intertwined with the other aspects. It's who you are. Most likely it becomes a part of you, which is why you have to be so picky about what you decide to do with your life. Don't listen to people that tell you just to take the safe bet. Everybody told me that shit too. I'm just a wild son of a bitch and just don't listen. <laughs> What's the difference? You could do it too. Just take what you're skilled at and do it. Listen, I'm never going to be on the court with LeBron playing for the Cavs. Like my, my vertical leap is about maybe seven inches. I don't know. It's not great. <laughs> but are there some things that I can do that make me feel that way? You bet your sweet muffin ass I can. So at the end of the day, guys, we could talk about this till I'm blue in the face and I know I'm dominating the conversation. It's part of why we have morning huddle. <laughs> so my wife gets a word in. But it's all connected. It's just like the human body. If you only did leg extensions, your knees are going to be fucked up because you're going to have quadzillas, but you're going to have no ass and hamstrings. <laughs> it's common sense. It's common sense. So if you take anything from this conversation, it's just you can't be one-dimensional in anything that you do. And if time is an excuse, well, you're stroking yourself. It's bullshit. You are the creator of your time. You're the master of your time. You, you have the same amount of time as Jeff Bezos. You have the same amount of time as people like Joe Rogan, these guys that do shit nonstop. What they do is they don't make excuses, and they probably watch a little bit less Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love it. That is so perfect. The, the, I'm going to give you one more question because I know we're running up on that hour and I have a personality question. I'm actually pumped to, to hear what your answer is. You're going to have dinner with three people and they can be alive or dead. Anybody in history, future, now, whatever, but they cannot be friends or family. Who are you eating dinner with? Okay. Okay. Let, let, me, let, let, me, let me take a second. All right. We're, we're gonna, you guys are going to understand what a weirdo I am at this point. <laughs> So three people, they can be dead or alive. Any, okay. So number one, Harrison Ford, because he's Han Solo and in Indiana Jones, and that makes him the most baddest dude on the planet. So that's number one. Uh, number two, now this is going to be a weird dinner party. Number two, Biggie Smalls, because I never got to meet him. He's the greatest rapper of all time, in my personal opinion. I'm a New York hip hop guy, so we got to throw Biggie in there. Number three. Man, this is a tough one because there's so many people that are influential in, in the world, right? People that, that influence the shit out of me, but I also like parties, <laughs> right? I got to throw Hugh Hefner in there, bro. So we got Hugh Hefner, we got Biggie, we got Harrison Port, that, Ford. That's a party. Now, a party. if you guys were expecting me to say like uh, Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, well, I don't think we'd have too much to talk about. Like those dudes wore like powdered wigs and probably had dirty butts for week on that. I'm good on Oh, that is a great answer. One I would expect from you, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show, dude. I seriously appreciate it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been a pleasure working with you. I've learned so fucking much from you. And I'm glad that the listeners got you too, man. That was literally fire. You slaughtered that. I love it, man. If, they, if you guys want any more information, just go to coachsteve.com, the easiest URL to remember on the planet. Uh, there's a free training series on there. A lot of the stuff that Cody's referencing, you can go through. And it's free 99. You can go through, put your email in, you trade your email for the training, which is, you know, it's top notch. So dude, I appreciate you having me out. I'll do it again. Anytime. You know me, I love to talk. So, you know, the last thing I want to leave you guys with is just remember you're not here forever. So if, if your gut's telling you something and you're avoiding it, 
Like just move on it. You will automatically feel better because action alleviates anxiety, but only 100% of the time. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, guys, that is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed the show today. A couple quick announcements before I let you go. First and foremost, I just want to encourage you to check out the products I have in the description. First one is the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is a very cheap guide to literally mastering your diet. That's why it's called the All-Inclusive Guide to Mastering Your Diet. It's going to teach you exactly what and how to manage your calories, your macros, your meal timing, your supplements, your micronutrients, literally everything you need to know about dieting and nutrition and how to change your body composition through nutrition is included in this book, not just to get your results, but to actually teach you how to get those results along the way. The next thing is going to be functional muscle, which is my first and right now my biggest product out there. This is the program that is based on years and years and years of functional training with tons of clients. So whether your goal is strength, fat loss, or muscle gain, you should be strength training towards these goals while prioritizing functional movement patterns to make sure that you are avoiding any injuries along the way. That's exactly what this program does, and it's great because it guides you through the process, it changes throughout the process, and it gives you demonstrations and explanations about everything you're doing so you never get confused and you always have a solution. You also get access into the Boom Boom Performance Podcast Forum, and that is the only way into the forum, and that's where you can ask me literally anything about anything, and I will help guide you through the process. Last thing I want to mention, guys, is if you could leave me a five-star rating and review, that would be fantastic because it literally is one of the biggest and best ways for me to grow in the iTunes charts. Oh, yeah, and real quick, if you're not subscribed, hit the damn subscribe button because I constantly bust out content for you guys, and I spent a lot of time and effort making sure that you guys can get better results for free by simply listening to this podcast. All right, guys, I'll catch you next time.